Mainstream media is dominated by the right and the left. The majority in the middle are left without a voice. You've reached the Conservative Hippie Podcast, a common sense look at life, the universe, and everything. Here's your host, Jay Frat, the Conservative Hippie. Yeah, yeah, the Conservative Hippie, that's me. I am Jay Frat, going by no anonymous pseudonyms or monikers, just me, freeballing it out here in this social terrestrial existence. Hello. Welcome in. Thank you for finding the podcast. It's a strange time we're living in, isn't it? It seems that things are starting to unravel, but if you've been paying attention for years now, it seems like it should have been unraveling long ago. It seems that truth and information can be ignored can be set aside. What we really need are people, politicians, bureaucrats, law enforcement that acts upon the information. Right now we've got Fauci under the crosshairs of disclosure, documents coming out that fully expose him and his NAIAD organization funding uh, the gain-of-function research in the Wuhan laboratory. We've been on top of that for years. But Nothing has come of it. He lied He lied to Congress. Will anything come of it? I know James Clapper and John Brennan are still free men. No persecutions or prosecutions came to them for lying to Congress. So will it just continue? And it's strange to see the ratcheting up of mandates and media narratives in the face of clear data and information disclosure, which is counter to their narrative. And we're in a situation where circular logic, we just can't get off the merry-go-round of where people keep consuming the media that clearly has been lying to them all along. And that's when I wonder, you know, have we all been trapped in our information bubbles you know, created by social media, created by our mainstream media, the Mockingbird media, assisted by artificial intelligence and the technocracy, right? I know that it, it, to say those words out loud seems crazy, but what else can you, what else can explain it? Where people, the information is clearly there in front of them, and they keep going back to their Mockingbird media sources to ignore the blatant data that is in front of them? Are they not seeing the data? Are they captured in some way? You know, are they captured by cognitive dissonance where, you know, they constantly say, oh, that's some blog, that's not an official source, even if that quote-unquote some blog sends them to government documents, CDC data, VAERS reports, Vigi access reporting, Right? If they, if they say, well, this will never happen here, I'm going to keep going along with it because, of course, our legislators, our bureaucrats, our 
overlords will uh, eventually stop, and they're not seeing, they're not looking at what's happening in Israel, what's happening in, in Australia, what's happening in Austria, as everything in Italy, as everything just ratchets forward in the face of common sense. And that's the struggle. That's the struggle for me, at least, is just continuing on, trying to shake people, trying to put the word out, trying to get common sense to take hold once again. And yet I'm rebuffed, I'm rejected at every turn, and I just don't understand it. And I'm sure you're there with me in this struggle. If you're not, and you're shaking your head and you're saying, of course, because you're a conspiracy theorist, you know, are you the type of person that has ever looked into the word conspiracy theory and where it came from? You might be surprised if you do that research. And it, it seems that the people that are still captured, this majority of Americans, this majority of the world, they're just continuing to consume the Mockingbird media narrative um, and get their information from uh, erroneous, fallacious sources that clearly have monetary corrupt strings attached to what they're disseminating. And it's frustrating. It is frustrating. So I'm here with you. I'm here to, to gather us in, gather around the campfire, the truth campfire. Let's all huddle close together. Let's lock arms as we stand together, because we need to keep making noise. We need to keep standing up. We need to keep pointing out the ridiculousness of what is being implemented upon us, all right? There is a collision occurring. It is between the Build Back Better plan of the globalists and the Great Awakening of the populace. And there is no going back. Both of these meet at a head, and a new world will be created. Will it be created um, in, the, in the guise of social credit systems, um, adhered to by the CBDCs and cryptocurrency on a global scale, right, with some centralized force controlling? Or will it be a new world using potentially cryptocurrency as a global currency that helps people come together and to interact one-on-one -on -one regardless of their location? A new system that respects sovereignty of uh, countries, but yet allows us to communicate and operate um, together as individuals? I don't know. I do not have the answer. And I don't like the people that have predictions. Predictions uh, are only meant to fail, and they, they are only proposed uh, by people with the hubris that thinks that they can see into the future. I have no quantum computer at my, at my beck and call. I have no ability to see in the future. But I will tell you, it's very clear from the information that's out right now that we have these two forces that are colliding. And we are in the middle of this battle, and we need to continue working at our local level to try to help people come together. Um, because I know here in Washington State, the battle is just cranking up. They are continuing, ratcheting forward these mandates and these restrictions in the face of common sense. 
there's been over a 20 to 1 return. If you had put that money into an S&P 500 and reinvested the dividends, you'd come up with something like $17 billion, but you think it's $200 billion. Here, yeah. You're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new, a new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, mm -hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. The booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every, every adult to get a booster shot. It's uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. Yes, the only thing we're missing is Montgomery Burns rubbing his hands together and saying, Excellent. Everything seems to be going according to plan for Mr. Gates with his global health panopticon in place. They've rolled out the content marketing plan, and it's as profitable as expected. It's just disgusting. It's disgusting when you see the way that they talk about such a serious topic and they never stop to acknowledge the mistakes and how wrong they've been. They never stop to acknowledge the motivations behind the structure that they've built. Let's get to something um, on topic today, and that is one of our Supreme Court justices discussing coronavirus statistics. Counsel, counsel, those numbers show that Omicron um, is as deadly uh, and causes as much serious disease in the unvaccinated as Delta did. The numbers look at the hospitalization rates that are going on. We have more affected people in the country today than we had a year ago in January. Um, we have hospitals that are almost at full capacity with people is severely ill on ventilators. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, in serious condition, 
and um, many on ventilators. Um, so saying it's a different variant just underscores the fact that without, the, without um, some workplace rules uh, uh, with respect to vaccines, encouraging vaccines, because this is not a vaccine mandate, and, uh, and requiring masking, um, and requiring isolation of people who have tested for COVID, because none of you have addressed that part of the ETS is to say something that should be self-evident to the world, but is not, which is, if you're sick, you can't come into work. The workplace can't let you into the workplace. And you shouldn't go on unmasked. Um, tell me what's irrational about rules of that nature when it is the workplace that puts you into contact with people that will put you at risk. That is Justice Sotomayor with the Supreme Court, who is now ruling in the highest court in the land on Joe Biden's OSHA mandate in the workplace. She states completely erroneous, hyperinflated statistics that don't exist. And she is in the highest court in the land. She is deciding on issues for we the people. Shouldn't she be the most informed? Shouldn't she doesn't she have a responsibility? to be the most informed on these issues. I hear lots of people um, casting it aside as, as, oh, well, she's just uninformed. Do you know how ridiculous that is? We're talking about a Supreme Court justice ruling on an issue that's paramount to the freedoms of the citizens and the way we operate within the workplace. She must be the most informed. And right there, she gives, she is off by a magnitude of 20 She's 20 times overinflated children that have been hospitalized with COVID. And then she goes on in a convoluted way to discuss hospitals being overwhelmed, talking about vaccine mandates, when right now this Omicron variant, the majority of people affected are vaccinated. This is insanity. Now, we discussed it earlier trying to understand why. She could be bullshitting. She could be just completely corrupt, and she's at the beck and call of her masters, and the globalist masters deem she must rule in this way. Okay, that's a nefarious thing. What if these social media bubbles, these information bubbles that people are in, are so grand and so captivating that even a justice on the Supreme Court is captured in some sort of misinformation bubble that she actually believes that 100,000 children are currently hospitalized with COVID, many of them on ventilators, as she says. Completely erroneous. But what if she's captured in one of these bubbles? Now, I don't want to think that's the case either, because, again, we're talking about a Supreme Court justice, somebody who should be far smarter than myself, somebody that should have far more facts, somebody that should have far more information than me. But yes, she goes on to say that. Ruling on one of the most important issues in the Supreme Court in our day. That's scary. You can shove your vaccine mandates up your ass. <laughs> 
You can shove your vaccine mandates up your ass. You can shove your vaccine mandates. Shove your vaccine mandates. Shove your vaccine mandates up your ass. Mainstream media is dominated by the right and the left. The majority in the middle are left without a voice. You've reached the Conservative Hippie Podcast, a common sense look at life, the universe, and everything. Here's your host, Jay Frat, the Conservative Hippie.